This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 538 of the Stable Scoop Show. I am Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida. This episode is part two of the new product interviews we did at the We Send Ada trade show a few weeks ago. If you missed part one, go back and listen to the episode 537 from two weeks ago. The trade shows are a time for wholesalers and manufacturers to get together with retailers. It's not open to the public. And to highlight new products and to take orders and just to see what's out there. It gives a chance for the retailers out there to touch stuff and see all the new products in person. So that's what happens. I think this was our 26th or 27th trade show that we've been to from Horse Radio Network. Jennifer and I used to go to them when we were buyers for our store. We had the Horse Stuff Company back way long time ago, and we used to go to the trade shows to do our buying as well. Well, on this episode, you're going to hear the rest of the interviews that we did about new products that are out there. So you're hearing about them here on this show for the first time exclusively for you. Uh, and some of them are, are a lot of fun, and we hope you enjoy it. I know that uh, we get a lot of good comments on these shows. I tried to mix up the interviews from English to Western to general stuff. So there's a little bit of everything in here that will appeal to everybody. And the links are in the show notes, so if you hear about a product you like and you don't remember the website, just go to the show notes on your podcast player, scroll up or down or sideways, and you'll find the link to that particular product or company. And we'll also put timestamps in the show notes uh, for each of these different companies. So if you want to go back and listen to a particular one again, it'll be easy just to find the timestamp and go do that. So here we go, right after this word from our sponsor. A fallen section of fence can certainly throw a wrench in your day. Aside from the headache and repair bill, it might also allow your horses to get out and other creatures to get in. A fence is not unlike the intestinal barrier in this way. It needs to be strong and functional to keep the good bugs in and the bad bugs out. But what happens when you have a down section of fence or loosened tight junctions in the gut lining? Holes or leaks in your horse's intestinal barrier, known as leaky gut syndrome, can result in various health and welfare problems. It's not a small problem. Gut issues are the number one cause of premature death in horses. But there is something you can do about it. Good nutrition and attention to gut health can help promote immunity, performance, healthy weight, nutrient absorption, and a positive attitude. For optimal health, ensure your feed includes Clostat, Butapearl, ZEQ, and Chemtrace Chromium from Kemen Equine. Learn more at Kemen.com slash leaky gut. That's Kemen, K-E-M-I-N dot com slash leaky gut. First up today is a company we met at one of their first trade shows, and I'm excited to see them still around and still expanding. Well, we found an old friend who we've talked to a couple of times, but boy, has she grown. You know, congratulations, by the way, because I think we talked to you the first time you were at Ada, and you're still here. I am still here. <laughs> I love it. It's Stacy, and she is with Belle and Bo Equestrian, and you might know them beca I, because I, they're all pony and kid stuff, and I like ponies, obviously. So uh, thank you for, for joining us again today, and congratulations for being here. Thank you for having me. So it's five years? Um, gosh, we started in 2012, uh, but 2018 was our first year at Ada. Well, look at you. You're 10 years old now. Yeah, yes, go. good job. <laughs> but you have a whole new line of products we're going to talk about for ponies. Talk yes. about that. 
Yes. So uh, we have expanded into the pony world because um, we were just doing kids and we needed to outfit their ponies as well. Um, and we are in the leather goods, so we're doing bridles now. Um, and they're coming in small pony sizes because we saw that there was a lack in the marketplace for nice quality bridles that fit an actual small pony. Um, so we wanted to fill that gap. I think that some bridal makers forget that ponies' faces sometimes have different shapes than horses. Yes. And parts are too long, too short, right? So you fix that problem. Yes. Um, one of the biggest problems um, that everyone has probably seen is that the throat latch is always too big or the cheek pieces are too long. Um, so you're having to get different bridal parts and, you know, get different pieces cut and holes punched. And we wanted to get... A bridle that you could buy off the rack, put it on your pony, and have it fit and look beautiful and have a really nice quality for the ponies that would fit them. And we did the reins specifically for the kids' hands um, so they're a little bit thinner so that they actually fit the kids as well as the ponies. Wow, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why didn't anybody do it? Because you know why they didn't do it before? Because ponies always have been the second-class citizens of the horse world, right? Absolutely, and so are the kids. Everyone forgets that... The kids grow up to be adults, and if we don't include them in our sport, there's not going to be a sport. Right. <laughs> right. And your kids' lines of stuff, clothing and stuff, is so still as adorable as ever. Thank and you've you. added colors and styles and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we keep expanding, and it's just been a lot of fun watching us, you know, grow from just a couple of bows on the table to, you know, we like to say that we can outfit you from bows to toes. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got bridles, you've got uh, girths, you've got reins, you've got halters for ponies, and a little tiny pony saddle. Yes, yes. The saddle is brand new. Uh, we're just showing it here for the very first time. What size is that little one? So the little one is a 12-inch saddle <laughs> with a 9-inch flap. Uh, so we... Exactly. It's exactly. To fit short it is legs. so tiny. That was, that was the biggest issue that I found as my kids were starting to ride, that they would fit the size on a 12-inch saddle, but the flap was like a 13-inch flap. So their feet were not actually kicking the pony. <laughs> They're the kicking feet the flap. were kicking the flap of the saddle. <laughs> so I was like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Because when we ride, you know, from our knee down, basically, it's on the horse. Um, so the kids should feel the same way. So we wanted to fix that problem and make a saddle that not only fit the kid, but also fits a real pony. Um, and that's what we did. Very cool. Well, where can they, people find the products? Uh, they can find the products at a local retailer near them, or they can go to our website, bellandbowequestrian.com, all spelled out. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Coach Jen had a chance to learn about custom chaps in the next one. So I'm hanging out here at Ada as usual. And walking down the booth, of course, I saw some beautiful chaps hanging on a rack and said, Hop, we're stopping there! And here I am hanging out with Annette LaRock, who is the mad scientist originator of LaRock chaps. Is that right? That is correct. You're right. So are they all... 
are you a handmade custom chaps or do you have chaps that people buy off the rack? Um, we do both. Um, I have a stock line of six sizes. I also have a semi-custom and a custom chap, both in full and half chaps. In full and half chaps. So we're going to start out with chaps 101. You don't see chaps on English riders as much as you do Western riders. So the chaps that I see hanging here are smooth and beautiful on the outside and suede on the inside. There's a specific, what's that leather called when it's like that? Is that a suede? Smooth. A smooth, out. okay, yes. smooth leather, because I know there's different kinds. And I see you have fringy and not fringy. Is that right? Correct. Now, your off-the-rack ones, are they available in both? My off-the-rack, my basic stock are just um, a not, smooth with a smooth trim. Um, not the fringy. The fringe that you're okay. seeing is a semi-custom shap, so that is a custom option that you may okay. add to the stock shap. And I see a big pile of swatches. So if somebody wants to custom order chaps, about how many different colors do you have? I probably have close to 40 different colors that can be used for legs, fringe, trims, belts. Cool. So the big swatches, I'm guessing, are the colors for the legs. Correct. And the little tiny swatches are for the That's an embossed, piping. And that is an embossed leather that you have a choice of using for belts, trims, inlays. Cool. And now your half chaps I find interesting because typically half chaps are pretty plain. They're, they're workmanlike. There's not much going on. You have half chaps that have all kinds of cool, I'm going to call it decoration on it. Is, do you call it decoration? What do you call oh, it? I call it decorations or options. Or options. How many sizes of half chaps do you make? I do have a stock line that I have about eight different sizes from calf width starting at 12, and a, 12 inches going up to 16, and I have three um, heights. That's great. We get so much feedback from listeners who are petite. They're five yes. foot one or under. They get so frustrated because they can't find leg wear or even breeches that fit them properly. So you have short sizes. Correct. Yes, I do. And then, of course, um, being measured custom, they would be a custom fit to someone that has a very different um, leg build. So are the color options for the legs the same for the half chaps and the full chaps? Yes, it is. For my stock, it only the, the half chap will come in a black and a chocolate leg only. Um, but for custom, you are able to use any of my custom colors um, and anything that I can design or you design on a full chap leg, I can also do on a half chap. I really like this super soft leather because you get the benefit of the breathability of leather without the stovepipe feel. They're very soft. Correct. You don't feel restricted at all. So I'm really liking And your design, I see it does not have a strap that goes under the instep. Is that right? Correct. My half chaps are made without the strap that goes under the boot. Um, that is an extra option you may um, Add that to your shaft oh, okay. if you like. If so, when I am measuring um, for a custom half shaft, if I feel that the leg does not have enough angle to um, the leg to keep the shaft in place, I will suggest See, that we'll, we'll have to pretty much add. It never would have occurred to me. But yeah. you're and it, for a person like me, I wear the boots I wear when I wear my half chaps are a pull on. They look they're a little bit similar to a blundstone. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't be able to get a really snug fit around my ankle because of the design of the boot. So I Correct. would want that strap Correct. versus someone who wears a lace-up. You get a really slim, tight fit there. You could make, you could custom make your chap so it would be completely unnecessary. Correct. And and it, it most people's 
calves are much larger the than the lower wider than and the narrow ankle, ankle. So as it gets tighter, lower, it's cannot it's not going to go up. See, I never would have thought of that. You learn something every day. So if you wanted to get something super subtle, for example, I see a black one up here. Um, you have the little flap that completely covers up the zipper. It, it protects the zipper, yes. It protects the zipper, and it completely covers it up. And, so you can be very stylish. Correct. If you want to be very traditional and not look like you're wearing half chaps. Or you can go to the completely opposite end and get cheetah print leather edging on your half chaps yes. and have teal blue if you like yes that's cool or bright pink or bright pink yes. so for somebody who wants to buy stock half chaps more common than full chaps about what price range are they in for a consumer for those stock um, ones my stock half chaps start at 425 um, I do use my custom leather for my stock so it's the same leather same leather and it also um, comes with that price, a reinforced calf patch, so you are double leathered, layered well, on the inside for that extra makes protection sense. and wear. Well, yeah, and, and when somebody buys tall boots and they get the inexpensive ones that don't have that second layer on the calf, they wear out in pretty short order. They, they do, and if they do have riders that say they ride quite a few horses a day, um, I would just suggest that as they're seeing their first layer, their ca the patch on that calf get thin to send them back, we can replace that calf oh, patch. So in theory, you, you don't really wear through the, the original um, That's a good idea, itself. right, to, to fix that up before it wears Correct. through. So for somebody who wants to contact you about getting custom chats or to find a store that carries your product, where can they find you online? Um, they can find that information on my website at LaRockShaps.com. L-A-R-O-C-Q-U-E chaps.com. Correct. Thank you. Okay, thank you. We do love the little companies who start out with an idea and one product, and JJ's Boot Jack is one of those. One of the cool things we love about coming to Lisa and Ada is, I think this is our 26th time we've been here, is finding new products that kind of reinvent the wheel, but and then you go, I don't know, I think of that. <laughs> and Jay, you guys did that. Yes, sir. Uh, we did. With what product? With our boot jack, JJ's boot jack. We have a double-sided boot jack. We have a patent on the only one in the world with two different sides, uh, his and hers, men and women. It fits the whole family. And, but it's on a rocker mechanism. It's kind of right, shaped right. like a it's, rocker. So it's balanced. Yeah, it's perfectly balanced. Yeah, you could use it as a balanced thing. But uh, you just stand on one end and you you'd use right. it as a boot jack on the other. But the two different sizes is what makes it unique. That's what makes it unique, yes. So I've seen, I saw the video, and you can do cowboy boots. You can do work cowboy boots. boots, tennis shoes, work muck boots, boots, muck boots. Yeah. Uh, it's good for duck hunters, stuff like that. They love it. And obviously, brand new company. You yes, just sir. Started. Where can people find it? Well, you can find them at jjsbootjack.com and on Amazon as well. Just jjsbootjack. I, I just wanted to say for those of us who have excruciatingly expensive zippered tall boots, you still have to pull the boot off and you stick your toe on the little heel there and then you end up peeling the heel off your excruciatingly right. expensive tall boots. This will solve your problem. Yes, ma'am. And so, what do they retail at? Most people sell them at twenty nine ninety nine. They're made of like a polyester nylon mix with glass. And It'll last for a thousand years. We yeah. guarantee fifty years. Thanks, Jay. What? And again, the website. Uh, JJ'sBootJack.com. Can they buy them direct there? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Well, one of the things you see a lot at Wisa is jewelry, but 
We stopped at Blair to talk to Blair from Blair Fine Art because hers is different. We see so many of the things that are alike and the same as every other place, but yours is different. So kind of explain what you do. Well, I first started doing horse shows. So the one thing I do is I'm very breed specific in most of my horses. Um, I think it's really important to um, get the correct confirmation in my sculpting. All my pendants are sculpted by me. And then I have prototypes. I make a prototype and then I have them cast. So um, when you kind of explain that because every, you know, we've heard that before, but you actually sculpt it in, in, in wax or? I actually work in oil clay. I'm okay. a bronze sculptor artist also. You've seen some of my pieces. I do um, bronze vases um, that have been collected by... Um, well, there's one right in front of me, and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> several celebrities. I also do a kinetic piece. I try to do something different with my sculpture. I also inset semi-precious stones into the either Arabian collars or in the quarter horse in a beautiful bridle. So I try to do something that I've never seen. So I carried that over into my jewelry. In my jewelry, you'll see semi-precious stones set into the pieces. You'll also see correct confirmation with most of my pieces. I think it's really important to have really good heads on the horses, not just kind of a horse. Yeah. You know, yeah. people, people, people recognize my pieces because they go, Oh, that's a saddle red. Oh, that's a quarter horse. That's an Arabian. And also in my new sterling, um, pieces, I have a hinge clasp. So you can take any piece and put it on any, necklace that you have one day if you're going out with your friends and your jeans and your t-shirt you could put it on a beautiful leather or if you're going out um to a show and you want to dress a little fancier i have beautiful beaded necklaces with horseshoe toggles that have my signature horseshoe toggle clasp on it so you can take my jewelry and wear it many different ways look elegant or just look sporty and fun and you have everything from fine to to bold statement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. You can see, I, well, your audience can't see, but um, Glenn, you can see that I have small pendants that for someone who likes more of a delicate piece to very Western, Southwest, chunky pieces. Yeah. You know, you need to. I didn't want to everybody. say chunky because I thought of that word and I thought, I'm totally not allowed to say I chunky girls, jewelry. I think girls call <laughs> some of the big beading chunky. Chunky, yeah. It's, ch it's yeah. fun, chunky. You know, it's statement. <laughs> it's That's, beautiful. I will say that the, my clients do say that when they're wearing one of my pieces, people recognize them. They'll say, That's a Blair piece because they're so different from what you typically see in horse jewelry. Usually and you don't, you see fine, delicate pieces, but you don't see big heads. So you're getting into wholesale now, so they'll start seeing these pieces in stores all over the country. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I feel like I've really developed a beautiful product and want to be picked up some by some fine stores. Well, you know, we're not too far away from Christmas, believe it or not. So where can people get gifts and, and buy from you directly? They can on my website at Blair. Um, it's Blair Fine Art, but my website is like ABCD. It's just the BCDFineArt.com. ECDFineArt.com. So, Thanks, Blair. Well, thank you so much, Glenn. I'm here at the Ada trade show. We went down one floor. We went from Wisa to Ada. And I'm walking along looking at all the beautiful horsey things. And there's a t-shirt on a mannequin that says, my horse is the prettiest. Oh, my gosh. So I sat down with Tina here and said, please do an interview. Tina is with Dancing Equestrian, and you're relatively new here to the Ada Trade Show, are you not? Yes, this is our second time that we've been here. We're a relatively new company. We've been around for about um, two years now, um, and we're based out of California. 
and we are a mother and daughter's Yay, we've own come across company. A couple of those now. How exciting! <laughs> so myself and my two daughters, um, and we're super, you know, active in the horse community. We're all riders and competitors, and we decided to do this as a family business. So, as riders, what sort of riding do you and your family do? Um, primarily dressage. We do also do some breeding um, of Spanish horses, um, but primarily it's dr- so your it's dressage, dressage horses are of the Baroque style. That's correct. Oh, yes, goody. long hair, long mane, lots of mane. Hence, my horse is the prettiest. My horse That's sort prettiest. of how that Absolutely. developed because you know with the Spanish breeds, it's all about the hair um, and the beauty. So we thought, you know, everybody thinks their horses the prettiest so why not put it out we there we are we all know that's right that's right exactly that's right. so dancing equestrian yes what sort of products does dancing equestrian carry besides the fantastic t-shirt that says my horse my is the prettiest <laughs> um so we are a boutique brand um and we started with um basically sun shirts and base layers and what we wanted to do was just to bring like a modern trendy sort of vibe into the equestrian world we sort of follow a lot of the fashion trends and try to sort of you know blend it with um horse riding so instead of seeing you know the same old type of uniform look in the warm-up arenas we wanted something more fashion forward fashion forward and i must say i wandered through your racks very quickly before we got our interview started and i would describe dancing equestrians style as you do a fantastic job of balancing trendy in that you know that this is something that's just recently come out without it being too young or juvenile a lot of the newer stuff it looks very juvenile if you're over 35 you probably shouldn't be wearing that because you look a little funny (laughs) exactly um yeah we sort of try to take the mainstream and make it work you know for our industry not letting it be so loud and over the top and again you know having to be a you know size 220 year old running around in it we try to cater to you know more of a you know well all age ranges really well yeah i could totally see 18-somethings wearing these, but I can also see 50-somethings wearing these. Exactly, like myself. Exactly, yes. Maybe that's that's a result of the mother-daughter collaboration. That's exactly what it is. That's right. We bounce ideas off each other and having, you know, the young energy and then um, myself, which I'm more grounded and conservative, we just come out and And you you find a happy middle ground. That's right. That's right. So for folks who want to check out the beautiful... Where from Dancing Equestrian, where can it be found? Um, it can be found at our website directly at www.dancingequestrian.com. Um, again, um, we are also on Instagram, most of all the social media platforms, You're there. Instagram, um, Facebook, Pinterest. Alrighty. Yes. Do you also have some retailers across the United States in case people want to walk into their local tax shop? Yes, we do. We're about in about 35 different stores across America. Um, And one of, you know, the largest is, you know, here in California with being one of the largest tax stores in California, the Riding Warehouse. DancingEquestrian.com or if you like to shop in person, go to your local tax store. That's right. And say, do you guys have Dancing Equestrian stuff? Because... Uh, secret top secret fact right here the fastest way to get a retailer to carry a product is ask for it that's so that's true ask for dancing equestrian say, we carry stuff that our clients ask for so ask for dancing equestrian because my horse is the prettiest that's right 
and now one of our favorite people we met at this particular show, and I think you'll see why. We have Natasha from Chapul Leather here, and we were attracted to your booth immediately this morning because we walked by it first thing. You have some of the most beautiful handbags Thank you. and luggage and different things made of leather, but what we found really fascinating was your backstory. So you started in TV. Yes, I started in television. I worked in entertainment for about 11 years. I what lived in Los Angeles. There? I was a post-production supervisor. So I was the person in charge of the television show once it finished filming from the time it was delivered to the studio and aired. So I was in charge Editors, of all that Exactly. Stuff. You got it. Wow, Color correction, editing, delivery. Is there a TV show we would know? Um, lots of them. Dawson's Creek, even Steven Sopranos. You um, worked on The Bones. Sopranos? I did. Oh, my God. Was that fun? Or? Oh, it was amazing. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Did yes. you, now, as in post-production, do you ever get to meet the celebs? I didn't, unless they had a rap show. Like, mm. at the end of the season, they would do a rap party. And I did get a chance to meet some celebrities, but the best thing about the shows were the gifts at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Sopranos. It wasn't a gun, was it? Uh, No, 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 no. no. They would give out cool jackets, like Letterman jackets Uh, and blankets. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So you got out of that, and now you're in the leather business. How did that come about? Well, I was always a leather fanatic and a bag person. Um, Even when my friends wanted to buy me gifts, they would buy me bags. And it didn't have to be anything expensive. It could be a paper bag or a nice little wooden bag box or a bag or something like that but everybody knew that that was my fetish and so during the years I just started collecting bags designing bags my mother was a seamstress so I have a background in sewing Um, and over COVID I was like I'm gonna take this passion into a profession so let's review that Mm -hmm. during the hardest time in the history of the world yes to source any product yes you decided to build products (laughs) yes (laughs) that i did yes i did well Um, if you got through that you get through anything i sure hope so (laughs) was it harder than you thought it it has been a journey uh, a labor of love but yes it's a lot harder than I ever imagined. People said raising children are hard. I think this is probably up there with it. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. raising, a, raising a little company. Yeah, hard. raising a little company and finding the leather for it. Yes. And you have you started with a lot of SKUs. I mean, you didn't just come out with one. You have quite a few SKUs here. Well, I wanted to give my client base options. You know, a lot of the travel accessories were one-dimensional. I wanted my brand to be more of a treasure hunt. Somewhere that you can go and find something unique, um, something long-lasting, and something that would be a legacy that you can actually gift instead of throwing away. So my wife, Jennifer, loves handbags. Yes. If she has a fetish, that's it. Okay. Okay. So what do you think? Oh, my gosh. I want them all. (laughs) I want them all. They're beautiful, but they're so many that we see at the trade shows in the equestrian world are extremely Western-centric. Yes. If you're not in Dallas, Texas, or at a quarter horse convention, you're going to stand out a little Mm. bit. These are classic and subtle and beautiful. I love them. Thank you. And they smell like cows, not icky. You use use very high-quality leather. Thank you. It's not that nasty stuff that's going to stain your clothing when you wear it next to your body. Yes. I like it. And your background and your appreciation and knowledge about stitchery 
Thank it you. Shows. Thank you. Well, yes, everything is 100% venue. I'm sorry. Everything is 100% genuine vegetables and leather, and it's all handcrafted. And everything ranges from between a two ounce to a six ounce high. So this is very high quality leather products that you're receiving. Like not many of your even high price or name brand va- um, name brand bags will be of that caliber. Yes, the leather in some of these bags, for example, I'm going to call it a messenger bag. I don't know what you call yes. it, but it looks messenger bag. That leather is every bit as heavy as what you'd find on a skirt on a saddle. Exactly. So it yes. is generational. You're going to give you. this to your grandkids. Yes, thank you. Yes. And what's the reaction been so far? Uh, everyone is loving it, and that is one of the prod- proudest points of my line is just receiving the reaction from everyone. Even if no one is purchasing anything, just the feedback and our appreciation. Well, let's hope they're buying something too. Well, that's, yes, that's, that's, that, I mean, but, you know, they'll I be around some, longer that way. But people that come over and just want to smell it, if I can make money off of people <laughs> just smelling it. $10 a sniff, please. Yes, yes well, absolutely. Where can, where can our listeners find it? Um, we're at chapul.com. That's C-H-U-U-P-U-L dot com. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Do you sell retail and wholesale? Yes, we do. All right, so all those stores out there listening on the Wisa feed, you can contact her and put some of this quality stuff into your store. Yes, and we're based out of New Orleans. Our phone number is 504-470-0444. NOLA May, NOLA Love. Pick up your bags today. Now I'm hungry for beignets. Oh, uh. yes, absolutely. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed this look at some of the new products coming to the market. As I said, the timestamps and links are in the show notes if you need to find one of the companies. And thanks to the good folks at WISA for allowing HRN to produce the Wisdom by WISA podcast. And we look forward to the next show in January. The Wisdom by WISA podcasts highlights one company every episode that uh, attends WISA, how they got started, what products they have, their journey as far as business is concerned. It's a really interesting show. If you're into that kind of thing, give it a shot wisdom by wisa on any podcast player you can catch my daily show horses in the morning at uh, horseradionetwork.com and all 21 of the other shows that we do as well now go shopping <laughs>